What a wonderful day today. I welcome you as we go through Acts of the Apostles chapter 23 today. In today's episode, I am still your host, Professor Ngazeka Mbajiogu, the coordinator of Emerald's Professional Women Ministry. Father, cause your spirit to breathe life into the reading of your word today in Jesus' name. Amen. Bible reading. Acts chapter 23, starting from verse 1, and reading from the New International Version of the Scriptures. Paul looked straight at the Sanhedrin and said, My brothers, I have fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience to this day. At this, the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near Paul to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. You sit there to judge me according to the law, yet you yourself violate the law by commanding that I be struck. Those who were standing near Paul said, How dare you insult God's high priest? Paul replied, Brothers, I did not realize that he was the high priest, for it is written, do not speak evil about the ruler of your people. Then Paul, knowing that some of them were Sadducees and others Pharisees, called out in the Sanhedrin, My brothers, I am a Pharisee, descended from Pharisees. I stand on trial because of the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dispute broke out between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. The Sadducees said that there is no resurrection, and that there are neither angels nor spirits. But the Pharisees believed all these things. There was a great uproar, and some of the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, stood up and argued vigorously. We find nothing wrong with this man, they said. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? The dispute became so violent that the commander was afraid Paul would be torn to pieces by them. He ordered the troops to go down and take him away from them by force and bring him into the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, Take courage. As you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. The next morning, some Jews formed a conspiracy and bound themselves with an oath not to eat or drink until they had killed Paul. More than 40 men were involved in this plot. They went to the chief priests and the elders and said, We have taken a solemn oath not to eat anything until we have killed Paul. Now then, you and the Sanhedrin petition the commander to bring him before you on the pretext of wanting more accurate information about this case. We are ready to kill him before he gets here. But when the son of Paul's sister heard of this plot, he went into the barracks and told Paul. Then Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this young man to the commander. 
he has something to tell him. So he took him to the commander. The centurion said, Paul, the prisoner sent for me and asked me to bring this young man to you because he has something to tell you. The commander took the young man by the hand, drew him aside and asked, What is it you want to tell me? He said, Some Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul before the Sanhedrin tomorrow on the pretext of wanting more accurate information about him. Don't give in to them because more than 40 of them are waiting in ambush for him. They have taken an oath not to drink or eat until they have killed him. They are ready now waiting for your consent to their request. The commander dismissed the young man with this warning, don't tell anyone that you have reported this to me. Then he called two of his centurions and ordered them, get ready a detachment of 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen and 200 spearmen to go to Caesarea at nine tonight. Provide horses for Paul so that he may be taken safely to Governor Felix. He wrote a letter as follows, Claudius Lysias, to His Excellency, Governor Felix, greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and they were about to kill him. But I came with my troops and rescued him, for I had learned that he is a Roman citizen. I wanted to know why they were accusing him, so I brought him to their Sanhedrin. I found that the accusation had to do with questions about their law but there was no charge against him that deserved death or imprisonment. When I was informed of a plot to be carried out against him, I sent him to you at once. I also ordered his accusers to present to you their case against him. So the soldiers carrying out their orders took Paul with them during the night and brought him as far as Antipatris. The next day, they let the cavalry go on within, while they returned to the barracks. When the cavalry arrived in Caesarea, they delivered the letter to the governor and handed Paul over to him. The governor read the letter and asked what province he was from. Learning that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will hear your case when your accusers get here. Then he ordered that Paul be kept under guard in Herod's palace. Father, bless the word that we have heard today in Jesus' name. Amen. Highlights from Acts of the Apostles chapter 23. The first highlight is verse 1. Paul looked straight at the Sanhedrin and said, my brothers, I have fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience to this day. Second highlight, verse 6. Then Paul, knowing that some of them were Sadducees and others Pharisees, called out in the Sanhedrin, My brothers, I am a Pharisee, descended from Pharisees. I stand on trial because of the hope of the resurrection of the dead. The third highlight, verses 11 and 12. 
The following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, Take courage, as you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. The next morning, some Jews formed a conspiracy and bound themselves with an oath not to eat or drink until they had killed Paul. More than 40 men were involved in this plot. The fourth highlight, verse 16. But when the son of Paul's sister heard of this plot, he went into the barracks and told Paul. The final highlight, verses 23 and 24. Then he called two of his centurions and ordered them, Get ready a detachment of 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen, and 200 to go to Caesarea at one at nine tonight. Provide horses for Paul so that he may take he may be taken safely to Governor Felix. Declare with me. I declare that I shall fulfill my ministry. No matter what the devil might do, I have wisdom that will cause confusion in the camp of my enemies. No matter who may stand against me, I shall not fear, for the presence of the Lord is with me. My ministry shall be fulfilled. I declare that there is always help for me from among my enemies, and my God has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Let us pray. The ruler of the universe, we bless your name for this beautiful passage of the scripture. Even though a host encamp against us, we will not fear, for you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. No matter what the enemy may plan, we will fulfill our ministries. We speak confusion into the midst of uh, the camp of our enemies and ask that as at Babel, O God, they will speak different languages and they will oppose one another. As Paul was giving grand escort and access to the governor, so shall the plan of our enemies usher us into the fulfillment of our ministries in very grand manners that we both confound and shame the enemies of the gospel. Father, we make demand on your help, O God. Raise help for us in the midst of our enemies and by them thwart the plans of the enemy, O God. Father, we will be ushered into our rightful positions of honor in our workplaces amidst the plans to bring, bring us down. The voices of your people shall be heard above the voices of the crowd and the voices of your people shall establish your reign wherever they are found. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. We have three actions for today. Number one, identify your ministry 
and the challenges to its fulfillment. What actually has God called you to do as a Christian? Number two, Paul went to Jerusalem despite knowing he would be persecuted and chained. God chose this route for him to preach in Jerusalem and come before governors. What route is God taking you through through which you will fulfill your ministry? Develop a strong faith in our God who sets the times and the seasons and who knows the way. The third action Understand that there are some people who must necessarily hear the gospel from you. And if you do not preach to them, they may never really hear the gospel. Ask God for wisdom at all times to know when to speak. Call our helpline 0818-420-7601 for further inquiries or visit our website www.emeraldswomen.org You can also visit us on Facebook to find out more about us. Go forth and shine for the glory of the Lord is risen upon you today in Jesus' name. Amen.